Hey guys, welcome. Today's topic will encompass high school academics. I know it's a very stressful time, especially when you don't know what's going to be happening. And these last couple of months have been creating a hiatus in your schedules. But I just wanted to share my experience with the college application process and extracurriculars. I am aware that some things have changed and I will go through that. But I just wanted to give you guys advice on my personal experience with it. I personally applied to all of the UCs except one. Um, Applied to some state schools, out-of-state schools, and private schools. And so I kind of, so I'm aware of the different applications that you have to go through. And it is, um, so I'm going to talk about that a little bit because I know that um, some people aren't aware of it, especially if um, you're focused on just the UCs. It's um, some people don't even know that there is, there are different applications. So I just want to go through that. So I personally did um, three applications, the state application, the UC application, and the common application, and I will go more into depth about each one later on. So to begin with, I just think that there's an enormous amount of emphasis emphasis on GPA and test scores, which I think there should be less of just because, you know, as a student, I know how stressful it is to think that your test scores and your GPA is not enough for the admissions officers. But let me just tell you, that is not the case whatsoever. And it's really hard to not think like that, I understand, but also there's more to the application than just your GPA and test scores. Like there's your extracurriculars. And I personally think that your essay is one of the most important things that is part of of the application that you submit. And so many people would tell me, your essay is super important. Like they would emphasize on how important the essay is. And I didn't really understand it until I actually applied to college and got my results. So yeah, and I'm going to talk about the essay a little bit later on into um, into this topic. But first, I just want to address the address the GPA and test scores. So GPA is a thing that they do consider, of course, that they look at because it's one of the things that they they use to see how you um, worked and studied throughout the four years. So, per, so freshman year, so they look at your um, overall GPA, the commu- cumulative GPA which is freshman through senior year, I believe, or it's sophomore to senior year. I'm not sure. But also, since we're talking about GPAs, I just want to tell you guys that senior year, your GPAs do matter, especially the first semester, because it's still um, put in, it's still sent into your college admissions. And the second year of the second semester of your senior year is also important because if you don't maintain your grades, you can be rescinded, rescinded, rescinded. And um, 
that's basically when they take back your um your ex- their way where they take back your acceptance because your grades um have plummeted because you didn't you know take care of them um so those are really important and part of your GPA of course comes with um AP classes if you decide to take AP classes which you don't have to that's an optional thing but people decide to do it because of the grade bump I personally did it because of the grade bump and thought that was important um when I first started and when I first started high school I was really concerned about my GPA and so I wanted the grade boost and everything so I personally took AP classes but you don't have to and most of the AP classes are very limited like the most typical AP classes that you would take are like AP US history AP government AP English whether that's English language or English literature um you can take AP bio AP environmental science yeah and there's more like AP psych which my school didn't offer but there are different um AP classes that you can take amongst your interests if you want or you can just take them because just of the hell of it but they are more rigorous than your normal class because they do give you more um, assignments and a workload is more it's greater and I did hear that they will stop um they will stop adding AP classes to the curriculum I'm not sure if that's true but I did hear that and I don't know when or if that's or if that's ever going to happen I don't know when that's going to actually happen but yeah I do think that it AP classes are not essential but if you do if you are worried about your GPA you can take AP classes to increase like have that grade bump so instead of a 4.0 if you got an A you would get a 5.0 if you got a B which is a 3.0 you would get a 4.0 and so on so you can do that and for tests such as the SAT which I do know they did they stopped issuing that out but I'm pretty sure you can take it as an optional thing so you can boost well I don't know if it's going to actually boost your admissions but um people say that to take it to show you know it's an extra thing that you can put on your application it's just like um the SAT number two where you um where it's focused on um very specific subjects such as like math science um there are also subject tests which I took personally which I don't think really helps I don't know I didn't really think it was a very impactful thing on my application so if unless you're like really confident in getting it in getting a good score I wouldn't like you know it's not an essential thing to your application so I wouldn't really say that you would have to do it but if you want to go for it and it is out of 800 so it is ideal to get like a 700 or a high 600 for you to submit that score um yeah so um 
I, it was a big issue during, before they, like, um, stopped requiring the SAT, but, um, I personally don't think the SAT represents anything about you as a student. It's, I don't agree with what the SAT stands for as, in a, as someone who had to go through that whole entire process. I thought it was very redundant and it was really unnecessary. And I just like really didn't like the test because of personal experience, of course, and just it didn't really show anything and it didn't really show how much I worked as a student throughout the four years of high school. And that happened to a lot of the people I'd known, including myself. Like you would see something, you would you work so hard throughout your four years and then you take that test and then you don't get the score that you want and you feel like that test will determine if you get into college or not. And especially if you don't get the like results you want when you apply to college, you think that that's a very heavy factor of why you didn't get in. So I don't think it's a healthy thing to think about. So I really don't think GPA and test scores are um, what determines if you get accepted or not because I it's so um, crazy because you don't you it's you don't know what they like what is going through their heads when they're choosing um, students like I see so many people who don't have like super high GPAs or test scores but still get into a very prestigious school while there are people who get amazing grades you know like you would consider them top-notch students but you don't see them get into those same exact schools so it's really like you know I feel like it's like a lottery like you don't know what they're looking for at that moment and they just choose whatever they like whoever they see fit and so that's why I think your essay is the most important part because your essay tells you, tells the admissions office who you are. And I personally had that difficulty of trying to express who I am as a person because I am not good at expressing myself or, you know, I don't like talking myself talking about myself in general so like when I had to do the essay it was like one of the hardest tasks that I had to do because on top of like as um being an Asian American like you get kind you do get compared because um I think there's a thing where they compare yourself they put each race and they compare yourself within that race. I think that's a thing. I'm not sure I heard about it. Someone told me about it. And so I didn't, because my, I didn't want my, because my stats will obviously, it would just be another like statistic in their database. So like the essay was really important to me because it was good. It was the only thing that would keep me separated and unique from other people so that's why I think the essay is really important no matter who you are it's your opportunity to really tell them who um to tell them why you're different why you're unique why you belong in that school and you get um so for the UC you get eight 
topics, I believe, and you choose four out of the eight. And I personally really didn't know what to write about, and um, it was really hard for me. So I recommend that you write your essay. So I wrote my essay. So I personally started really early because um, junior year when we um, junior year when you take all your AP tests, all your AP exams and everything, you don't have like since the whole class and curriculum is based on just taking the AP exam and um, acing it. So like when the AP exam is over, really, you know, the class is technically over. So for um, AP US history, my teacher um, allowed us to start or wanted us to start our um, college apps. So I started writing my essays then, which was like, I don't know, it's pretty early, April, May of my junior year, and um, she would um, look over them and, you know, help us through it, but even then, I really didn't know what to write about, and she did tell me how you lack emotion, like, my essays really weren't that good in the beginning, to begin with, and so, like, um, it took months, like, it took me since um, junior year of, like, May, April-ish, around there, all the way to when I actually had to submit my application, so that was, like, including summer, that's, like, a lot of months where I just focused my time on the essays, like, um, I was super stressed about that, so my whole focus, my primary focus were the essays, because, my GPA, my test scores were already, you know, done. I couldn't really do anything more to them. So I just focused on the essays and I already had like my set of extracurriculars, which I will talk after this, which I will talk about after this. Um, so yeah, I really just focused on the essays and I restarted so I wrote four essays in the beginning, but then I restarted, I think I started restarted on writing all of them, actually. Yeah, so do not be scared if you have to restart on all your essays. Like, I had to restart <laughs> so many times because um, they just weren't good enough or they just didn't hit the points that I wanted to express or, you know, it's just, I got a lot of recommendations, but I would limit yourself to, um, like three readers, maybe four at most, because the last thing you want is your essay to sound like it was written or edited by someone else because you're getting so much input. It's starting to sound, it's not, it's like, it's not sounding like yourself, but it's sounding like the um, readers and what they think you should fix. So I think you should stick with like four at most trustworthy or people you want to read your essays for. And it's, I, I would highly recommend trying to get someone who um, specializes in reading essays and really um, have um, experiences experience in that area. I personally um, made sure to re um, make 
someone who was part of the admissions office to read my essays, and he really helped me a lot. So if your school has, like, um, boot camps or programs or, like, little sessions that help you with the essay, I would highly recommend going there because maybe they would um, – they will have someone who specializes in that field to help you throughout your essays. So, yeah. But I do know that there it's really hard because even if you write a good essay, like I read someone's essay and it was really well written, but they didn't get into the schools they wanted. And I was just like, wow, it really shows who they are as a person. Like just reading it, like I knew who they were. So like... There's no answer, but just do the best that you can with everything. Like, write an essay that really you identify with. So, my um, recommendation, what I personally did, which I thought was a big booster in my application, was... So, this goes into the extracurriculars, but I went... So, I talked about... um, a leadership opportunity that I had during the summer and how that shaped who I am and who I wanted to become in the future. So I recommend taking like the extracurriculars you do, you can like stack up on the extracurriculars, but I think it's really important to be consistent with one or two extracurriculars or leadership opportunities that you really believe in and you're passionate about because I use that passion of mine and wrote that in my essays to show them who I am and what I believe in so although it's important to you know join clubs have leadership opportunities go into programs if you can it's really important to focus your time on something that you really believe in and are super passionate about like to the point where you can write about it and you can be consistent about it it's really good to start early on I would say so like you know a club join the club and then if you like it you should continue it on maybe until like your fourth year of high school that's really good and I think you should broaden your spectrum so like you know while you focus on academics you should really balance it out with your social life clubs extracurriculars sports is a good addition to your application but um yeah I wouldn't say to just focus on like one area necessarily like in terms of like just focusing on academics like you know your clubs are just academics like really just go into things that you are passionate about and if you don't know what you're passionate about you know it's always good to explore and when you find something you like just continue that and you're like oh maybe I want to try this it's really it's high school it's not some it's not a time where you need to know what you want to do or it's not something where you're forced or where you should feel pressured to think that I need to know what I want to do in the future I need to know what I need to study that's like totally not what um high school is about so don't stress on things like that so if you like just go to like 
you know, you're, if you live in a small town, go to different places where they offer volunteering. If you like kids, maybe tutor or go to your elementary school. If you like animals, you can visit the vet or pet co- like um, a pet store. I know that for animals, um, the animal shelter is a very good place. If you're underage, you might need a parent, but once you reach a certain age, you can um, volunteer by yourself. But I do know that it is difficult because there are age restrictions. Like I faced a lot of like rejection because um, I couldn't, I didn't meet the age requirement to certain programs and opportunities. But don't let that stop you. You will find a place that's meant for you. Um, yeah. And this is, like, sidetracked a little bit back to, like, tests. But um, test prep is always okay. You know, like, for AP classes, you know, um, you can take extra classes if you need it. But I would recommend um, for AP exams... I personally, I don't know, (laughs) my study habits when I was in high school were all over the place, but I personally liked the Princeton books. I felt like they were very concise and helpful. The Barons was very, like, if you're the type of student who likes um, um, in-depth material then you should go for the baron because it's very thick and it really goes into every little detail but I personally recommend the Princeton if you um study like me where you like very concise things and uh, like they're just very to the point um I just think I think it's important to just know the main ideas and it depends on the subject that you're studying, but, like, if you don't need to know every single detail, um, then I don't recommend, like, studying it, obviously, but um, you should go, you should talk to your teacher, go online, and see the main um, points and main ideas that the test will cover. So, that leads to remote learning. So, I know how difficult remote learning can be especially during these hard times we're forced to do that and so it's it's very hard but I think it's really important that you stay on top of things and try to be consistent and I know um I'm pretty sure yeah I think most high schools at least in my area, high schools are going online. And I think that goes for middle schools and everything else too. But um, as a junior, I know that it can be very stressful because I personally, when I went into junior year, I was stressed. I was stressed because I knew, because I have an older brother and he went through a lot of stress and I saw what he had to go through. And I was like, no, I did not want to be, I don't want to be a junior anymore. But um, just think of it as one year closer to graduating. Um. But yeah, it's going to be very, it's, it might be harder for some people, especially if you prefer in person and you really learn best like that. But I would say to have your own study area because it's really important. 
I used to study all over the place. I used to study on my bed. I couldn't really concentrate on my desk personally. I'm I really love studying outside and like studying in libraries. Just I don't like studying at home. And like now that quarantine happened, it's really hard to do that. So I say it's because I personally like change. And so I <laughs> I redecorated my whole room and reorganized it so I have a different setting. So I made sure to move my bed in the opposite area of where my desk is at because they used to be right next to each other. And I always like wanted to go to my bed. And when I study on my bed, I fall asleep. So that's really, I would say it's really important to have like a separate area, designated area for where you study and where you work. And if you don't work well in your room, you know, try going to different areas of your house that you might be comfortable working in. Um, yeah, because remote learning just started. I don't, I'm going to experience it with you guys. And so throughout that, um, throughout this experience, I'll let you guys know. So when applying to colleges, okay, so this was all about applying to colleges, but like going into more details about like the application process. So I'm going to just start off with the UC application because I'm, I'm more confident in explaining that. So I'm going to just start with that first. So the UC application, um, it's an application where you just, um, apply to all your UCs that you want to and so I recommend okay so it depends so some people if you are able to get a discount for applying to colleges I recommend you do that because you get to apply to free for free colleges in within the UCs and for states it's all free if you um, qualify but if you don't and you're not in the position where you can apply to like whatever colleges you want to, because um, financially it's difficult, then you should start doing a lot of research about the schools that you really want to go to. And I would keep your mind open because when you go to college, it's very different from what you expect. So you can expect, oh, this is not what I want in a college. Like you don't want a big college, but when you actually get there, you might, oh my gosh, I actually like this. So really know what you want and it's okay if you don't know what you want, though, because you can always go into you can always do research and hear different perspectives on the colleges that um, through alumni or current students. So just keep your mind open when applying to colleges. Just know that the UC system goes it's quarterly. It's the quarter system. So instead of a semester like you have in high school where your year is divided, your school, one school year is divided into two, um, two sections, um, it's divided into four. So that does mean that things go at a faster pace. Tests are quicker. You know, your finals, of course, are sooner than it would be on a um, semester system. So it is hard to adjust to that. Um, I've talked to a bunch of people and it. we all come to the conclusion that it is really difficult to adjust in the beginning. But once you're there, 
you will be able to adjust. So don't let that be a, the primary factor of why you don't want to attend a UC. And UCs actually, um, there are two only two UCs that actually go by the semester system, which is UC Merced and UC Berkeley. And um, the rest go by the quarter system. So if the quarter system is really not for you, I, w- I would say to just take it with a grain of salt because you don't, because um, until you're actually in that um, position, you don't really know. But just put that as a factor, but, you know, not a huge factor of why you would go or you wouldn't go. But um, UCs are pretty well known in California. And um, with the application, so you just write all your essays on that application, you put all your extracurriculars, and near the end, you select the UCs that you want to apply to. So given that, each UC, I forgot how much they cost. Um, I don't remember how much they cost, but there's the cost of, it's different for, um, international students and for, um, in-state students. So for people, so the application fee is $70. So it's per school you have to pay $70 per school and then $80 for international students and non-immigrant applicants. Yeah. And um, for, yeah, so um, when you do that, you should be careful on what you put on your application because okay so you put you can put in as much extracurriculars as you okay so you have um extracurriculars and you can have a bunch but i'm just warning you there's a limit to how many extracurriculars and leadership opportunities and programs that you want to put that you can put into your application i don't remember the exact number but it is um pretty restricted it's very it's limited I think to eight maybe I don't know um I just remember that I could not put everything that I wanted in my application so I really prioritized only the important ones that I thought really stood out so that's really important so remember that and um Then there's the common application. So the common application is for all the private and out-of-state colleges. So like if you live in California, for example, it's for um, uh, schools that are not in your state. So um, the common application does um, apply to most or not even for all colleges, excluding like UCs, because they have a separate application in states. But I would recommend doing that if you um, want to apply to out-of-state privates. And that process, there's a um, 
so you just type in common application and then there's everything that you need to do and those two have separate essays so for those colleges you have they have different essays that you have to write depending on the college you're at instead of like the UC application where you just write four essays for all the UCs each the common application each school requires a different essay and different word count so you have to go onto their website and look at their deadlines and um, the requirements and within each school the um, um, the deadline is different too it depends you can apply early if you want to which I recommend you do with no restriction so there is um, options where you can do early decisions where um, you just um, early decisions is where you will um, sorry so early decisions is so there's a difference between early decisions and early action so early decision is where you have a binding con contract with that college saying that you will um, go to that school so if you get accepted the co to that college you do have to go to that college whereas early action is you can apply to that college early and get your decision early without any contract saying that you will go to that college but um some schools do not offer early action so look out for that and yeah so um I also, I forgot to mention this, but I also applied to the coalition application, which is specific to certain schools. And I think um, there's a lot of private schools on there. Um, so some schools, you can um, look on their website to see what applications they accept. Some accept the common application. Most accept the common application and then some accept the coalition application. I recommend that if you to go for the common application first because then you have because most schools accept that so whereas the coalition only certain schools accept it so if you start the application for the common application um you can just use that and it'd be easier to just send out um um it's easier for organization organization for which college you would colleges you want to apply to whereas the coalition you know you can apply to a certain college here and then you have to go to the common application you know so most schools will accept the common application while some schools will accept both the coalition and common application so just go with the common application um yeah so the and if you it's really important that if you're able to get financial help you should get it because i know for the common and coalition most things are free most colleges that you apply to are free um so if you want to go to a state school um they have a separate application for that so there's separate applications for just the state schools and there too but the states you don't need to write an essay while like all the other schools you do the states you do not have to write your essays so depending on how difficult getting into that state school is they do only look on your 
they only look at your academic record. So it's I so on some extent it is important to um have strong assets on that area, but don't be too stressed about it because it is not as prestigious as you would think it is. So I do states yeah, I think states look at your tests, but that's not a problem as of now because the SAT is gone. I don't know if it's temporary, but yeah. So just look up for that. So for states, you do not have to write an essay. So don't worry about that. Um, and, you know, when deciding to what college you want to go to, it's really important to do a bunch of research because you don't... So. I personally went to a college that I did not expect I was going to attend just because um, I had my dream college that I wanted to go to. And when I got my um, when I got my results, it was so different because I applied to all of these colleges knowing that I would want some sort of part in it. And then there are some colleges where I did it, did it just for backup. And when they came back in, um, I was really overwhelmed because there were so much things that I didn't really think of during the application process. So I just kind of applied to the ones that, you know, that I was looking at. And then when they all came back, there were just so many things that um, I was looking for. So when you apply to colleges, don't find don't think that's final, because when you actually get um, your results, you don't. You may not expect your results or you may expect your results, but there's so much to think about when you actually get your results, like financially, socially, academically. And I really went more into depth into these schools because I was realizing, wow, I didn't know a single thing when I was applying. So that being said, just keep an open mind. And I can go into the different colleges if you guys want later on in another episode and yeah I can yeah and I will just tell you guys about my experiences when applying to certain colleges and why I chose the college that I did so yeah I think that's all for day but if you guys have any questions about specific things feel free to comment and tell me and ask me and I will make sure to look at them and answer so yeah thank you guys for joining me today I hope to see you guys next time yeah have a fantastic day Day. I just want to end each episode with a quote and just, you know, talk about talk a little bit about it if we have time. And um, yeah, so if you want to stay, you may. Um, I don't know why I did that. <laughs> okay, so the quote for today is when educating the minds of your when educating the minds of our youth, we must not forget to educate their hearts. Dalai Lama. 
Um, I think that's so important because especially I feel like it's so relevant because, you know, we educate ourselves and we're as students, our responsibility, you know, part of it lies within academics and sometimes we lose ourselves within academics because it's just so demanding and I think we do forget to remember to prioritize ourselves and have self-love, self-care, and be passionate about things and have love for others. And especially as you grow older, it's when you become more independent, um, there's a lot of toxicity around academics because you're trying to fight for a spot you're trying to fight for us like you know you're trying to fight for a spot in a program or you know you're trying to get the best grade you're trying to be number one and then it leads to um hardships and you know it's just really rough so I think it's really important that while you know how to prioritize your academics or what you know you also need to, in your education, you also need to remember that there are people around you, and it it's nice to always have a kind heart and help others while you're helping yourself. So with that in mind, I hope you guys have a fantastic rest of your day, and always smile, and just be positive try to be positive and happy especially during these rough times thank you guys and i hope to see you guys the next i hope to see you guys i hope i see you guys for the next episode bye guys